everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of Justice Seekers Next Generation. I'm Sanjana, one of your co-hosts, and I am a teen staff writer here at Vox ATL. Hi everybody, my name is Amari, and I am one of your co-hosts. So here for the Justice Seekers, we are youth empowering youth. We aim to promote inclusivity and amplify unrepresented voices everywhere while informing and raising awareness to current day issues ranging from political and civic engagement to mental health. Be sure to stream our podcast on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on the Vox ATL website at voxatl.org. So today's episode, we're kind of going to be focusing in and talking about the Equal Rights Amendment and its path to ratification. So just a little background knowledge, almost 100 years after the Equal Rights Amendment was proposed, equal rights still have not been granted to women. The ERA, or Equal Rights Amendment, is the proposed constitutional amendment that guarantees every American equal rights in all aspects, regardless of their sexual or gender orientation. Alice Paul, who was a major women's rights activist um, in the 1920s and throughout the rest of her lifetime, was a huge part of the women's movement of 1970, which ended up gaining momentum around that time. In 1972, the Equal Rights Amendment was passed by both houses of Congress, but yet 10 years later, it failed to be ratified by three states, and it ended up missing an unprecedented deadline, which led to a complication and it not getting ratified. So Amari, I, I know that a lot of people actually haven't heard about the ERA and the huge chunk of women the women's rights movement. So kind of just a quick question. Have you heard of the ERA or is this your first time kind of hearing about it? This was my first time hearing about it, which I think is what's really cool about our podcast is we, you know, I think we can kind of teach each other things, but this is definitely my first time. Yeah, that's great. Well, you're probably going to learn a lot today then. (laughs) Um, So the Equal Rights Amendment is still really important to this day, even 100 years later. Typically, people try to downplay how important it is because it's been through its process of trying to go into the Constitution for so long, but really it hasn't changed. And there was one kind of popular event that happened, the Met Gala. I feel like we referenced that a lot in some of our episodes because, I mean, it was a statement. So um, Representative Carolyn B. Maloney from New York wore an ERA-themed outfit to the Met Gala. She was um, advocating for men's rights, and it was controversial, to say the least, um, similar to every outfit at the Met Gala. And it ended up actually bringing a lot of awareness to the topic and created quite the buzz around women's rights and LGBTQ rights, along with, you know, gender equality. So how do you feel, Amari, relating back to our other episodes? Do you think that this event of representative Carolyn B. Maloney wearing this, do you think it was performative or do you think it really could have made an impact and educated certain people? I personally think that it definitely could have made an impact. Now, how, you know, what kind of impact that made, whether that was positive or negative, I still think that her wearing that dress still counts as being influential. Exactly. I think especially when we think of activism, we got to think about quality. I think it could have done a great job of educating, but, you know, there are probably things she could have done to, you know, create a bigger um, sense of importance around the issue. But that kind of um, leads me to our next topic of why is the ERA still valid today? I think people, you know, as I said before, it's it's been going through its cycle of ratification for so long that people have 
kind of not taken as seriously and kind of thought a loss is important. So based on kind of what you learned today, at least, how do you, why do you think the ERA is necessary in our day and age? Um, I think anything that promotes inclusivity and more equality is pretty much good. I mean, this isn't just specific to women's rights, but if it's promoting equality, I mean, why wouldn't we want to implement that into our legal system? Exactly. And I think anything we can do to help the advancement of the ERA is so necessary. And especially with Gen Z. And I think just the rise of ev- all so many social movements altogether, it's just increased how important it was. But a lot of people claim that, you know, women have equal rights, but truthfully, we aren't really guaranteed these rights in the Constitution. So currently, the Constitution doesn't really guarantee that all U.S. citizens um, are eligible to have equal rights regardless of their sexual orientation. And although the 14th Amendment was applied to sex and gender discrimination in 1971, it is not nearly as inclusive as the ERA has the potential to be. And without the ERA, women are constantly attacked and have to fight to prove that their rights are equal to those of others. So now it is time for our fun fact. So today I'm going to be talking about a youth-led organization, kind of what they do and how it relates to this episode. So I'm going to be talking about Generation Ratify. So Generation Ratify is a youth-led movement that aims to promote others on the ERA. So what they've done is GR, Generation Ratify, has built a coalition of leaders that promotes intersectional feminism um, through education, advocacy, elections, and empowerment. And I currently lead the Atlanta chapter of Generation Modify. And I just absolutely love being able to inspire and educate other members of youth on the history of women's rights. And at GR, we've done banner drops, sanitary product drives, discussions and debates, and even more. So due to some of the lobbying work done by Generation Modify, states are finally ratifying or on the path to ratification for the ERA. And as it goes through both houses of Congress, it will probably face many hurdles before going to the Supreme Court. And um, it will then possibly maybe even be added to the Constitution legally. And even though it may seem like a lengthy process, equality is on the rise. So a few months back, the Biden administration formed the Gender Policy Council to look over how COVID-19 and other things um, have just set back women's rights. If the administration of the White House keeps working towards improving women's rights, we may be able to see some visible change. So recently, a lot has been going on to contribute to the advancement of women's rights and the ratification of the ERA. HR 3755 states, Abortion services are essential to healthcare and access to those services is central to people's ability to participate equally in the economic and social life of the United States. Abortion access allows people who are pregnant to make their own decisions about their pregnancies, their families, and their lives. And that quote that I just gave you is a really big step considering, you know, recent legislation that has been passed that really hinders women's reproductive rights. Exactly. You hit it right on the spot, Amari. And I just kind of wanted to add that Georgia is currently one of the states that has not ratified the Equal Rights Amendment, which is a big part of why I want to do this episode, because it's it's not known to so many people. Our state hasn't ratified it and people aren't aware and they should be. So one thing you can do is kind of contact your representatives through the Georgia congressional delegation or the legislator. And, you know, whether it's calling, phone banking, sending letters, you try to keep um 
keep our advocacy high for kind of things like these. Because we are currently living through a period of unparalleled assaults on women's reproductive rights. Um, by POC, working class, queer and young people are losing their right to healthcare and bodily anatomy as unconstitutional anti-abortion legislation sweeps the state legislature and a Congress unable to fight for access to reproductive rights and services. Overall, um, if you want to chime in, Amari, please do. But I think it's so important that I think that with the rise of so many social movements, I think that with this publicity, I think we really are on a path that has been catalysted, catalyzed by, you know, social media and things like that. And I think it has really led us to um, closer to ratification. I don't know about you. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm feeling very optimistic. I mean, I try to remain an optimistic person in general, but I'm really hoping that we really see some change for women, which is obviously very close to our hearts because we are both um, women. But yeah, I'm actually really excited. Hopefully, hopefully, prayers that we see some changes. Yeah, exactly. So that kind of concludes today's episode. I really, really hope you guys did learn a lot, but kind of just before we wrap up, I have a couple more ways that you all can get involved. So there's a couple of things you can do to either take direct action, um, supplementary action, or kind of just educate yourself. So if you're kind of looking to educate yourself, you can check out the www.equalrightsamendment.org. They have lots of infographics and resources you can post on social media and kind of send to your friends to advocate for the ERA. You can also considering uh, visiting alicepaul.org. As you mentioned, she was the one who originally proposed the ERA. And then following ERA Coalition and Generation Ratify on Instagram. Last but not least, if you're between the ages of 13 and around 24, um, it's not really restricted. It's just mostly high school and college students. Join Generation Ratify. Go to www.generationratify.org and try to find how to get involved, whether it's joining a local chapter near you or signing up for email or text messages to kind of learn more. Um, but that's all we have for you today. We're so happy you guys tuned in. Just a reminder, you can listen to Justice Seekers Next Generation on Spotify, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, and on the Vox website, voxatl.org. So just a reminder that our episodes come out every Tuesday, and we hope to see you all next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.